It's the Monday Wrap with my dad, Pastor Mark. Well, hello everyone. This is Pastor Mark, and you're joining me on the Monday Wrap for Sunday, August 15th, 2021. And in this message entitled Simple Prayer, Mighty Results, we looked at 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10. And let me read that. It says, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Now, when I started this sermon, you know that I said, well, we got to know something about Jabez. And I said, if we go to the Bible and we look for a little bit about Jabez, that's what we find, (laughs) a little bit. There's not a lot in Scripture about this character, Jabez. Uh, We really only learn anything about him in 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. And, And there we see he's from the line of Judah. It's not clear exactly what his place is in that line, but he is listed there in the genealogy in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. We also learn that he's a man of sorrow or pain. 1 Chronicles 4.9 says that his mother named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. So, you know, Hebrew words have meaning. And when someone is named something in Hebrew, it speaks to their character, who they are. So the fact that his name is sorrow or pain and his mother had a tough childbirth probably means that this family and Jabez himself lived a tough life, probably had some suffering and some tribulation and trial in their lives. So we kind of know that about him. Uh, and then also it says in First uh, Chronicles 4 verse 9 that Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. In other words, he was a righteous man. And so from this one little verse, we can surmise that uh, that Jabez was a righteous man of God from the line of Judah who uh, has most likely lived a, a hard life. But that's really all that we know about him from Scripture. Uh, I, I told folks uh, in church that it reminds me that, you know, we can be righteous too, right? And we lived, we try to live our lives righteously. We try to live them by the precepts of God and to live our lives in a holy manner. But we still have trouble too, don't we? First uh, Peter uh, chapter 5, verse 10 says that we will suffer a little while. So, hey, we're in line with Jabez, aren't we? We're, we're kindred spirits with him. But, but again, we get to the end of First uh, Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9, and this is really all that we know about Jabez. Then we get to verse 10, and we read this beautiful prayer with which Jabez calls out to God. And, and here we learn a little bit more about who the man is spiritually, that is, uh, who he is in his relationship with God. Again, he says, it says, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. I I said in church that we learned two additional things from this prayer in verse 10. We learned that Jabez is a reliant man of faith, right? I mean, it says he cries out to God. This implies his utter need for God. It's like a child crying out for his mother or a soldier crying out on the battlefield for a medic. I mean, this this is the cry of utter need. If I don't get what I need, God, Jabez is saying, I'm going to die. I'm going to perish. I can't do this without you. Again, like that child crying out for his or her mother or that soldier crying out for the medic. And so we get the sense here that, that, that Jabez is just totally and utterly reliant 
upon God. We also learn in verse 10 that Jabez is bold. I mean, he reaches out to God and asks for some pretty pointed things. He boldly seeks God's blessing in his life. He doesn't hold back, but jumps right out front and says, okay, God, uh, here are the ways in my life that I want you to bless me. Folks, that's bold. And we're going to talk a little bit about that boldness, or we talked, I should say, we talked a little bit about that boldness in church. And and I asked the question, uh, if he's bold and asking for blessings, what are the blessings that he boldly requests from God? That is, uh, what are the I said crazy, candid things in this passage that Jabez is asking of God. And I said there were three specific things. If you read through this verse, you see three specific things. First, he's asking God to increase his territory. He says, bless me and enlarge my territory. He's talking about his property or his land, his physical resources, his provisions. And and this is bold because he's asking the God of all creation to give me some of that creation, right? He's saying, God, give me more. Give me more of your creation. I know you've given me all, given to me already, but I want more. And we look at that and we go, wow, is, is Jabez selfish? And the answer is no, because we read on. Because the second thing he's asking of God is he's asking God to be with him through it all. He says, let your hand be with me. Now, this is bold because, again, he's asking the God of all creation, the God who's, as we say today, very busy, right? The guy's got a lot of concerns on him. He's he's the God of of all creation of all time. And he's saying, you know what? I want some of that time. I want want you to be with me. I don't want to do this alone. I want you to take your time, and I want you to spend it with me. That's a bold prayer. But I want you to notice also that he talks about the hand of God. He says, let your hand be with me. Folks, the hand of God is associated with so many things in Scripture, and all of them relate back to the power of God. Listen to this. Uh, In Isaiah 66 and verse 2, and Psalm 8 verse 3, and Psalm 19 verse 1, the hand of God is related to the creativity of God. God is creator God. God is the one who made it all, who fashioned it all, who shaped it all. And, 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 And I mean, is that not the power of God? I mean, think about it. I mean, who can create everything? Well, no one but God, right? The powerful, almighty God of creation. Also, in places like Deuteronomy 32 and verse 41 and 1 Samuel 5, verses 6 through 9, the hand of God is associated with the justice of God, the the just hand of God. God with the scales of justice in his hand, as it were. And uh, again, we know that judges and, and 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 leaders in the justice system today, our legislators, they're kind of our authority figures, aren't they? They have the power in our nation. Well, God has the power in the universe as the God of justice, as the one who meets out justice, the one of moral rightness and upstanding uh, ethics. So uh, there's another example of God's power. Um, Psalm 60, verse 5, Psalm 108, verse 6, the hand of God is related to the deliverance and salvation of God. I mean, who can save? Only the all-powerful, almighty God, right? Who, who, who brought the Israelites out of Egypt, out of bondage, out of slavery? It was the almighty hand of God. In uh, Psalm 98, verse 1, the power of, or excuse me, the hand of God is associated with the victory of God, right? So all of these things, creation and justice, and deliverance and salvation and victory. Again, all of these things are related to the power of God. And that power of God is associated with the hand of God specifically and uh, 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 
uh, clearly in places like Exodus 13, verse 3, Exodus 13, verse 9, Deuteronomy 5, verse 15, Deuteronomy 7, verse 8, and other places. And so, again, uh, uh, Jabez is saying, God, I want territory. Okay, so this is, this is key. Listen up here. He's saying, I want territory. I want more land. I want more provision. But God, I don't want it without your hand with me. In other words, I don't want it without your creativity. I don't want it without your justice. I don't want it without your deliverance. I don't want it without your salvation. I don't want it without your victory. In other words, God, I want more territory, but I only want it if I use it properly, if I'm a good steward of it. I can only do that by your almighty and powerful hand, by the power we would say today as New Testament believers, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Only when I'm filled with the power of the Spirit can I use your territory properly. So Jabez, look, you got to see it here. He has the right perspective. We're going to come back to this in a minute, but he has the right perspective. He's not saying just give me more, God. He's saying give me more so I can use it the right way. Give me more so I can use it with a focus on you. Give me more so I can be a good steward of what you give me. It's amazing. But then the third thing he asked for is he asks for God's protection. He's, he asks God to protect him. Keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. This is a bold prayer too, right? Because he's asking God to protect him. He's saying, God, protect me from my enemies. Protect me from pain and suffering. And, they, and, the, and it's bold because how does he know that God is going to protect him? How does he know that God doesn't want him to suffer so that he is refined in the fire or so he is taught something or matured in some way? How does he know that God wants to protect him from his enemies? How does he know that God's not with his enemies? Well, here's why. Because he is so faithful to God. He so believes in God that he knows that God can protect him. He's not saying, hey, God, protect me, thinking that absolutely, I'm sure, that absolutely God is going to protect him. No question in the world that God has no other plan. He knows God's mind. What he's saying is, I know that the God of all creation, of all power, of all provision, of victory, of justice, of deliverance and salvation, if he wants to save me, if he wants to protect me, he can do it. And I'm going to boldly pray for that protection. I mean, ultimately, Jabez doesn't know what God wants for him. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't know the mind of God in the sense that he knows exactly what God wants for him. But he is so faithful. He is so confident in this God of, he, of his that he serves, this God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he says, you know what? I'm going to pray for provision, territory. I'm going to pray uh, uh, for power. I'm going to pray that he, he's with me. And I'm going to pray for his protection. Isn't that amazing? But what I told you in church was, let's not stop there with an individual prayer. Let's not just apply the prayer of Jabez to our lives as individuals. What if, what if we applied that prayer to the life of our church? What if we applied it corporately? I mean, it's a beautiful prayer. But what if we applied it to Jerusalem Chapel? church. It stands to reason, right? I mean, if you can apply the prayer of Jabez to an individual, why can't you apply it to a group? If it can be applied to an individual believer, a child of God, then why can't it be applied to multiple believers, the children of God, the church? And my answer to that is it can be. It doesn't just apply to ourselves personally. It applies to our church so how would we pray the prayer of Jabez for Jerusalem Chapel Church as we move into the future? Well, follow me here on this. 
Uh, Jabez says, oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Well, I said in church, what's our territory? As New Testament believers under the great commission of God, where God says, go into all the world and make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything that I've commanded you. What's our territory under that great commission? It's the world, isn't it? It's the people of the world. We are are charged to go out into the world and make disciples. Our territory is people. So what if we corporately prayed, God, Lord, increase our numbers at Jerusalem Chapel Church? Now, I said, it's not just about filling seats. In fact, that's not what it's about. It's about getting people through the doors so we can make disciples. It's about getting people in and teaching them and mentoring them and growing them in their faith so that they then go out and make more disciples. So it's not just about numbers in terms of writing a number down on Sunday morning to say we had X number of people attend church. It's about having people attend church so that their lives can be changed. But what if we prayed that way? What if we said, God, increase our numbers, increase our territory, Bring more people to us so they can be uh, uh, encountered, so God can encounter them through the gospel message, through his word, through fellowship, through prayer, so that they can grow in their faith and become more like him. Jabez then said, let your hand be with me. What if we corporately prayed, Lord, increase our power? So we don't only pray, Lord, increase our numbers, but Lord, increase our power. Not our own derived power, but his power. Not human power but divine power. The Greek word for power, I said, is is dunamis, right? That explosive power, that earth-shattering power. That word that we get, uh, our English word, uh, dynamite from. The power that God showed, as we said just a few minutes ago, in creation, in deliverance, in victory, in justice, the, the power of the hand of God. That's what we're talking about here. What if that almighty power were in us through the the work of the Holy Spirit? What if we increase the movement of God among us? What, what if the absolute pure hand of God, power of God, resided in our midst every day? What if we prayed for that? And we pray for God's power for the same reason that Jabez prayed for the power of God, the hand of God, right? He prayed for it so that he would use the territory of God well. So we pray for the power of God as Jerusalem Chapel so that we use the people that come through our doors, the people that God brings to us. We we, uh, we treat them well. We grow them well. We disciple them well. Isn't that amazing? See how the prayer of Jabez can apply to our church? God, increase our territory. Increase our numbers. And secondly, God, may your hand be with me. Increase your power among us. And then thirdly, Jabez said, and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. What if we prayed corporately, Lord, increase our trust and reliance on you? And Jabez was a man of trust, wasn't he? He relied on God so much that he knew God would protect him. He could show courage and boldness in life and in prayer because he knew God would watch over him. What if we lived our lives like that? What if we lived our lives like that as a church? What if we said, you know what? We can be bold and brave and take chances because we are confident that not only will God's hand be with us, but he will also protect us. He'll keep us from harm. Folks, that is trust. That's the kind of obedient, trust-filled reliance that God wants from us. Like Paul wrote to Timothy, God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear or hesitancy. Rather, he's given us a spirit of power and love and sound mind. What if we just trusted in that? What if we just trusted in him? What if our prayer was, Lord, we're going to follow you? And we just want to ask that while we boldly go into the fray, 
that you protect us, that you keep us from harm. You know, Jabez was a righteous man, a faithful man. He was a bold man. He had unadulterated trust in and reliance upon God. He knew he needed the power of God to do what he needed to do. And he believed in the provision of God. And because of all this, look at what it says at the end of 1 Chronicles 4, chapter, excuse me, 1 Chronicles 4, verse 10. And God granted his request. Now, God didn't grant Jabez's request because Jabez was being selfish and God wanted to indulge his self-centered desires. Contrary to what some televangelists might tell you, this is not a message in defense of a health and welfare gospel. This is not a name it and claim it passage. This is about a simple man, a faithful man, Jabez, who because he believed in the provision, power, and protection of God, cried out to him in bold prayer. And because of his faithfulness, his right attitude, and purity of heart, God granted his request. He answered his prayer. You know, if we have the same motivations, if we're faithful, if we follow God, if we truly believe that he can increase our territory, that is our numbers, that we can tap into his power, not ours, and do great things for him and his kingdom, and that we can trust and rely upon him to protect us through it all, no matter what or where he takes us. And guess what? I'm convinced he'll answer our prayers as well. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that God can answer our prayers for provision, power, and protection? Well, I hope you do, and I challenged you to pray the prayer of Jabez for the next 30 days. I gave you a handout in church. If you weren't able to get that handout, stop by the office uh, sometime this week and get it from Liz. But every day for the next 30 days, I want you to pray the prayer of Jabez. If you do that and you keep your log and you bring that log in, it shows 30 days of prayer on there. I'm going to give you a little coin. We got, we're purchasing little coins to give people. Now, the coin's just a little token, but it's going to be a reminder to you of the power of God, something you can put in your purse or your wallet or your pocket, wherever. But I want you to take the challenge, not to get the coin. That's just going to be a little tangible token of our appreciation, but so that you can see the power of God work in you and in our church. So when you pray the prayer of Jabez for the next 30 days, pray it for yourself first, but also pray it for our church, that our church would experience the provision the power and the protection of God, that he would increase our numbers, increase our power, and increase our trust and reliance on him. Well, folks, I know this was a little bit longer message, and uh, I hope, but I hope it's been instructive. I, I hope that it's a good summary of what we talked about, and I hope it blesses you. And I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday. God bless. Join us next week for the Monday Wrap with my dad.